what's up y'all we made it back to another episode of humiliation hour in this bitch okay what it do what it do what it do welcome back oh what it is oh what's up <laughs> got your nigga in the cut god damn we hard. made it to episode five y'all can you believe this shit are y'all sick of our voices yet i don't give a damn because we're gonna keep talking oh. <laughs> Big per, big per. They can't be sick of us because we five episodes in, halfway through the season, and these motherfuckers are still here. We appreciate y'all. Sorry about, you know, actually not sorry, you know. Wait, what you apologizing Labor Day weekend, and Labor Day weekend. But I mean, sorry because y'all didn't get to hear our voices. Yes, apologize for that. But <laughs> hope everyone had a great Labor Day weekend, a safe Labor Day weekend at that. Because it was hot as a motherfucker, hot as the devil's ball sack, okay? Yeah, I, I went to some kink events Labor Day weekend. So I, I hope all of our kinky listeners uh, did 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 what they needed to do that weekend and had a good fun time with some kink shit included uh this week we'll be talking about vetting our clientele so stay tuned for that but prior to that i'll be bringing you the news this week talking about some real serious shit to do with the with the sex work industry so hold on hold on wow 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 Make yeah. sure these motherfuckers have their joints ready, blunts ready, alcohol ready. You already know what it is because we like get lit while we do this shit, okay? Always. Always. Hey, five episodes in. That's a given, y'all. Y'all should have sparked up as soon as we, as soon as you heard the voices. Okay? It should have been like, okay, up in this I got a torch, so mine sound like type shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> her, uh, her, uh, Damn, what's that shit called with the metal and shit? What they do? Uh, bitch, what? Welding. <laughs> you on your welding shit. That's what you please, want. Please. But for real, for real, all my welding shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stay tuned, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. We back in this bitch with another weekly news segment and this time Electra will be going over this week's news Electra tell the people what's going on in the world hey y'all so uh oh spark up y'all spark up <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean spark up one of the okay uh, this week's news article uh, is featured in the New York Post uh, and it's one that talks about something that we really have been seeing coming for a long time, but like now at this very moment, the shift needs to be made. So sex workers all across the United States uh, have been switching to cryptocurrency for their finances simply because um platforms and banks have literally fucking disowned us mm-hmm. that is correct that yeah that is that is very correct if you're a, if you're a sex worker in the industry you you know like literally just all of the fucking hassle that we have to endure just to get our money out of the platforms and into our bank accounts it's fucking stupid it's stupid as fuck okay and even then they're taxing the fuck out of us so yeah there's a whole thing that has to do with finances and sex work that a lot of people have no idea is going on but let me inform y'all real quick go ahead go ahead okay so um, adult content creators are turning to crypto-based platforms simply, like I said, because mainstream financial and tech firms have moved to cut them altogether. So we're talking about the sex industry, like an industry that can pull 10 to $12 billion alone in the United States per year. And they're essentially trying to cut that shit in half because these financial tech firms, i.e. banks, are fucking assholes and don't see sex work as 
an actual fucking job line. May I remind you that these are the same motherfuckers that be paying us on a day-to-day basis, but that's another conversation. Okay, <laughs> to be up in the CEO office wh- whipping their motherfucking ass. Okay, so mm, I, mm, that's a whole nother thing. Mm. <sighs> but the, the sex work industry is very fucking lucrative. Point blank period. Very, very, very lucrative. And the fact that we're not taken seriously is beyond me. So this woman uh, by the name of Allie Ray, she's 38. She's an adult content creator. She used to be a nurse who made $84,000 a year, switched to OnlyFans and started making $250,000 a year. (laughs) Changed her life around and is now not only a sex worker, she's a sex worker um, activist, you know, and she now has her own platform like only fans and it is called wet space so wet space is an only fan form that processes payments in cryptocurrency and thus doesn't depend on the whims of mainstream lenders so if card um like like they they've stopped all payments um for pornhub mastercard did like mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot subscribe tip do anything on Pornhub if you're using a if you're using a MasterCard type shit so with cryptocurrency you don't have those limitations because it's not a a specific lender it's a type of crypto basically so uh this actually comes in light after Wells Fargo recently sent out notices uh, to several prominent sex workers informing them that their accounts will be terminated and all of their money would be seized. Oh, God. Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do they know how much work that took? Oh, my God. Like, for that is us, so fucked up. For us to wait for it to get off the platform, okay, which usually takes about a week. Yeah. Uh, for us to like put it in the in the bank or savings to where we think it's okay, we think it's safe. Mm-hmm. But for the bank to know that we're a prominent sex worker, and for them to tell us, "Oh, we don't condone sex work. We're going to close your account down and take your money." That's who, fucked up, dude. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Who the fuck is y'all type shit? Like literally makes no fucking sense to me but wells fargo did that shit and that's then, why i stopped fucking with wells fargo a long time ago i mean not yeah. because of this but because they boof anyway stop fucking with wells fargo if you're listening stop fucking with <laughs> we do not condone wells fargo Fuck no. wells. so um ali ray the 38 year old woman who had wet uh who founded wet space she actually founded it because remember last year only fans have have made the decision to shut down all the profiles for sexually explicit content yeah i do remember that yep mm-hmm. but then they reneged on that shit two months later because everybody cut their subscriptions and and it was backlash like a motherfucker so they reneged on it, but there's still way more um, rules and regulations in place than there was prior. Yeah, uh, there's like certain words we can't even use on our posts. And I shit. mean, a lot of my videos get get taken down simply because you can see like my my subs features type of deal, even if they're in a doggy mask or if I have like a full fucking face mask on them which I bought specifically for content type shit. Right, exactly. Like, only see eyes. It's like you can't do nothing else. You can't see nothing. But even those get taken down sometimes. So, yeah, they they real finicky about what the fuck they like being put up there and what they'll allow themselves. There was a huge lawsuit uh, on uh, Pornhub I believe it was. What's that? Yes, it was Pornhub. It had to be porn. Yes, it was Pornhub because it was huge. Is it because they were they were having yes, all of these that uh, little girl? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that and they were literal fucking girls being raped on video. Like they didn't consent to none of that. It wasn't rape play or anything like that. It was literally like their rapes being filmed and you know yes. them monetizing off that shit. I remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we all do. It's, it's, we it's all right do. 
it says earlier this year, uh, Visa suspended payments for ads on Pornhub and its parent company, MindGeek, after the credit card giant was named in a lawsuit filed by a woman who said the sex tape that was filmed without her consent when she was 13 years old was posted on the site. Exactly. Yes, okay. it says um, uh, Instagram, which is all of meta platforms. So that's that's Instagram, Facebook, shit like that. Uh, they removed Pornhub's account earlier this month in September, uh, which their Pornhub account on Instagram really didn't like. It didn't break any rules. They didn't have any nudity or sexually like explicit content. They just right. eat their fucking account with no explanation given. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before they deleted their account, Pornhub had 13.1 million followers on there. And wow. they took it all the way the fuck down type shit. So uh, MasterCard has also cut ties with Pornhub, like I said, prior to this. That was really big on uh, Twitter this week that I saw. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just a lot of things going on between Space. OnlyFans and Pornhub. Most people are uh, shying away from Pornhub simply because of the the lawsuit or well, the verdict that that just now uh, happened. So mm-hmm. these people, like, if you was a Pornhub star, baby, you might not be making no money anymore because all the banks have literally disowned Pornhub. Like, you can't even make a payment on your shit no more. And a lot of cards are MasterCards and Visas. So you really can't do shit, baby, mm-hmm. if you are Pornhub. Uh, thing with, with OnlyFans, um, it's getting very, very hard to um, not necessarily make money because I still make money on OnlyFans, but it's getting... Right, same. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder for, you know, motherfuckers to just not ask questions, you know, like, Mm -hmm. see, you don't need a credit card to sign up for the, to sign up for the platform like you do OnlyFans or like you have to do loyal fans. Like, Mm -hmm. if, if, if you're a submissive and you're not making content, like, you have to sign up some way. You know, and they need a card on hand. And if that if 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 that card or that bank doesn't want to side with this platform, then you're just SOL and you're not going to get this man's money. And the whole point of our fucking job as a financial dominatrix is to control their pocket. And we can't control their pocket if their banks don't fucking allow us. So I'm actually grateful that um Allison Ray decided to, you know make a platform for us with us in mind because this shit is fucked up as hell and the fact that banks just out of nowhere are like you're a sex worker we're closing your bank account down and we taking your money and you can't do shit about it that's fucked up that's very very fucked up and i can say that me myself and i I would definitely be making a motherfucking move to West Space because OnlyFans for a minute been pissing me what off. What it sounded like. <laughs> OnlyFans for a minute been pissing me off. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that this shit is finally out in the motherfucking open and uh, that someone is actually doing something about it. That not just a random ass fucking person that's outside looking in, but an actual right. sex worker, you know, who's actually been through it and experienced a content creator that, that that understands what it's like to, to not get your money. All right, so kudos to her. Shout out to you, girl. You doing your motherfucking thing, and I definitely appreciate it. Uh, for now, stay tuned for our main segment. This week, we are going to be talking about vetting because it seems like a lot of motherfuckers do not understand the reason why it's so important to vet our clientele or potential submissives. So to me, I like to think of vetting as a little interview type shit because 
you know, you need to get to know your client or your submissive before you end up having a session or, you know, talk about possible submissive training and ownership. So, Electra, how do you like to vet your subs? Uh, well, well, first, there's some, there's some steps you got to take for me personally to like mm-hmm. where I may even consider you as a sub. There's a lot that people don't even think about <laughs> would be yeah. that we would ask these people because it's like, motherfucker, I don't know you. <laughs> uh, ex- exactly that. And as a sex worker, we have to be hyper vigilant about what we're doing and also who we're doing it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like our our one of our last episodes was talking about how policemen are literally raiding clubs looking for girls that are doing extras looking for girls that are you know working the streets you know doing what the fuck they need to do to get mm-hmm. get, get get food in their stomach type shit so right. there are people that their whole entire like job is to take us down so yes i am going to be hyper vigilant about um who I bring into my space as a dungeon owner mm-hmm. for anyone to become my sub first they have to do their their own research on me point mm-hmm. blank period like I literally like damn near require an essay type shit motherfucker like I have a whole entire website for you I've been I've been doing this for quite a while there's a whole website with it about me you can subscribe to my fucking clip sites and see me in action see exactly what i do you can look at my menu and see what i offer and do not offer so you should not ask me for anything other than those things type shit there's a lot that a a sub themselves need to understand prior to them going to my booking page and, and filling out that questionnaire and for me, I have a questionnaire. And prior to me having my website in my own dungeon, um, I used to have my subs fill out this like Google Docs sub sub application, mm-hmm. and then like send me like a sub application fee of twenty five dollars. And that's something that I used to do. I've changed my business model since then, so I don't require. Uh, that anymore but my subs still have to send me in an application after I've approved their application then they send me half of their session deposit type shit along with their ID and everything else so let me go over that whenever you go to my booking site uh, www.dominanthiller.com if you ever want to book me so Whenever you go to my booking site, I have a booking page. And at the like very bottom of it, after you've seen my menu, my prices, how you contribute me, all that other good stuff, you, I have a series of, of questions that I need my subs to answer. Like, and they're all required. Like, you cannot submit your shit until you've answered all of them. And Correct. One of those questions being why do you want to serve me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that's a very important question huge huge because a lot of people don't like really understand what i do yes Mm -hmm. yes that's no that is a really (laughs) that's that's the one right there because Yes. You know, we I think we talked about it like maybe episode two or something, how, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, we're out here, you know, you know, you know, fucking our clients yeah. and shit. And that's not what we do. Yeah. That's not at all what we're doing. You know what I mean? A lot of people have this strange idea that domination is something that strictly happens in a sexual setting or like during sexual intercourse. No. <laughs> Yes, that is that is that is a spot on. And there are some dominatrix that do offer that as a service. And do however, however but it, it ain't us. Like it that. is very slim. It is very slim and it ain't us. Uh <laughs> so yeah, I mm, mm, the dominatrix that offers sex as a service. Um I don't 
I I'm going to say no comment because no comment indeed because you know I'm here for a female led relationship or whatever but don't be out here getting paid to fuck your subs that's a whole different thing it is it that's is. a whole different thing but anyway yeah. anyway back to the shit mm-hmm. blurs the lines between two things so. exactly guys know the, yeah. know the difference between an FLR and a pro dom please and thank you moving yeah. forward <laughs> Another question um, that we think is really important when it comes to vetting is if you have any references, like if you have served a dom before, right? Because I personally do not, and I say this, and people like don't understand me whenever I say this shit, but I don't do newbies. and that's respectfully I don't respectfully because that's no shade to anybody that's starting out in the community that's getting their that's getting their toes wet getting their feet wet just dipping in type shit I I was there once okay (laughs) but at this point in my career I find it very hard to backtrack and and teach someone from basically conception like motherfuckers be coming to me like can you teach me how to be a sub i want like know. what are you talking about like bro i you like oh my god <laughs> yes, oh my god like we have a patreon we have a podcast we do so so when i say do your research I truly do mean do your fucking research. And the thing is, we will feel a lot better knowing that you chose to do your research first before just saying you want to serve and realize how much work it actually is. Mm -hmm. It's not like some little quick, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know what to fucking compare it to, bitch. It's not easy, okay? (laughs) It's not easy. And it's not just as simple as saying, oh, I want this and I want this. Okay, are you capable of doing that? Do you even know what the fuck you're talking about with me right now? What are your hard limits, bro? Yeah, and and, and some people like don't even think to, I mean, get on, get on platforms like FetLife or even just get on fucking Google and Google the, the, the damn kinktionary so you can know what I'm talking about, you know, whenever it go I, A through Z, you ain't got no excuse. Exactly that, exactly that, and I'm saying that that I'm a fandom, and I, well, I'm a fandom, and I'm like in the in the realm of fandom and also femdom, and right. I have no idea what the difference of those are. They don't like at all. Uh, and the thing is. There are tons of books on this shit, too. When I put my subs through training, I do make them purchase or I purchase the bottoming. If you're looking for that book, you can find it on Amazon. You can also find it on, I think you can find it on um, Barnes & Noble, like the website. But it's basically a submissive guide. A, A whole entire guide to be the perfect sub and I feel as though if you're truly trying to be a good sub you would have already thought to purchase that shit before even contacting us personally that's just my tidbit I feel like there's just there just has to be some level of respect to the craft I did not get into this fucking just doing shit willy-nilly and not doing my research just exactly exactly just show me the fucking way i did plenty of and continue to do so plenty Mm -hmm. of research all the time period so as a as a dominant in this relationship i would expect my submissive to be the exact same way Mm -hmm. you do everything in your fucking heart to make sure that you're the best sub possible. And there's events on fucking FetLife. There's kink events all the time. Mm-hmm. Specifically for 
bottoms where tops are not allowed just so they can like you know do their whole little shit together that we as doms get to do together mm-hmm. so there should be no excuse at all whatsoever which is why personally where i am in my career i do not take newbies and that's no shade i just explained the whole thing but i just don't have the energy for it because a lot of newbies nowadays are are simply that newbies with with no type of fucking no type of research attached to their ass. Like, like the references, I can understand. It, you, doms are f- few and far between that you that you actually like. You know that that you can build a relationship with. Few and far between that actually got their shit together. So I can deal with the with the very few references part. But if you not doing no research and you not approaching me on some correct shit. Oh, baby, fuck no. And also, that brings us to one of my next questions. Is, uh, do you fully understand that there's no sex involved with me? Ding, 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 ding. That's the one, okay? That's the one because, 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 because these motherfuckers have this fantasy in their mind that literally comes from female domination porn. <laughs> porn, porn. I blame Pornhub. Right, strictly. Like, fuck y'all. What are you doing? Look what you did. Look what you did. Now they think we could just, no, we don't do sexual domination for real. No. It's just, it's just great. Like, no, nigga. No. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't do that. No, you know damn well none of your clients is black. Thanks, but that's we cannot. We cannot like people have a very hard time understanding that there is no sex involved with what we do. People give us their money. People submit to us willingly. 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 Okay. I don't have to force somebody to do shit. At all. Ever. And, and the day that I got to, baby, I I quit. Okay? Because I have been around females that have had to force motherfuckers that to, to give them fucking money type shit. And that shit is not cute. Alright? So, hell no. Nah. We ain't into that. No. And all we not into is fucking on these men. Alright? People can do that shit like people submit to us and give give us their money and let us control their their finances all because it's a fantasy of their own mm-hmm. not because we're doing anything sexual like yes i have a sugar daddy da 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 i've been an escort all that other shit but when i'm a dominatrix and in my dominatrix hat you don't get that you don't get stripper Electra. You don't get sugar baby Electra. You don't get the escort Electra. You get me fully fucking clothed, u- uber bitch, okay? D- dominant hat type Electra, mistress Electra. That's who you get. So people have to understand that although there are some people that blur the lines between their there are different types of sex work that they partake in because I'm not just a dominatrix, as you guys know. There are people that blend those lines, but I am not one of them. So I make it very, very clear in my booking sites that there is no sex involved with me because that's not a service that I Correct. Offer. It's just not and will never be. So, and the moment that, that the client, you know, potential client or potential sub is talking about why not, that's the moment you stop the conversation because it's like you clearly do not understand the the purpose of this dynamic. And that's okay. But you can figure that shit out somewhere else. <laughs> exactly that. And not only here. And any dom that has, well, any sub that has experience in the industry they understand that they know that they're they're always going to give the right answer to that question it's the people that don't answer it correctly where 
you 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 need to put a red flag on that ass because that shit is very fucking alarming. So after I had my people fill out my questionnaire about their references, why they want to serve me, do they understand that there's no sex involved? I asked them a question about um, photography and filming because I, I do have clip sites. People do pay me to see my sessions. So uh, I asked them about that. And then once I looked that questionnaire over, I send them an email letting them, well, it's, it's, um, it's an automatic email that I set up through my website. But I send them an email uh, asking them what days and times work for them, how long of a session would they like, uh, and what type of session would they like after I've approved their sub application with me. Uh, after I get all of that information um, and I know that I'm available on that day, um, I ask for their driver's license, a, a front and back copy of their driver's license. Uh, I usually ask to speak on the phone with them, which most of my clients are, are long-term clients and I've met them in person, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the phone conversation or like the FaceTime conversation prior to meeting uh, someone uh, is is really only for my new subs that I have never had a had a session with. So I'll ask them for a copy of the front and back of their driver's license, uh, their phone number so I can call them uh, and have the session fee deposit. So for my deposit, it is half of my half of my session fee, but the phone number comes in handy because there's a platform called Verify Him. And on Verify Him, you can put a person's phone number in and see if they've like met with any other sex worker or anyone prior to you and if they've been flagged or have any comments for any reason. Um, and there is a cost. Uh, it's like $9.99 a month or $100 for the whole year. But it's it's very, very crucial to have if you're getting new clients offline and you're not meeting these people in person. Uh, and with that, I meet most of my clientele in person, but ISIS meets most of our clientele online. So she can talk about how she verifies her people because it's it very well may be different than, uh, than, than mine. Exactly. So all of these things are very important because, you know, we're already putting ourselves at risk meeting with a complete stranger in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ISIS, ISIS does a lot more talking um, over the phone, like uh, with her subs than I do. Uh, and And that's simply because what I can do in person within a few minutes I can see the nuances of a person's um, actions. I can I can hear the inflections in their voice. I can look at their look at their body movement type of deal. But she has to do all of that via messaging. Oh, so- I, I I talk to them on the phone too. I appre- I do it that way too if they're able to during the day. If they yeah. can't. I will do it only on a message. Most of them I have spoken on the phone and have met in person already. Like had a few sessions with already. Yeah, exactly that. So it takes a, it takes a different approach from getting to text messaging, to calling, to meeting them in person, to making sure that they're okay, to actually getting to a session. Whereas me, I can do all of that like when I'm in the club, if it's my first time meeting someone. Right. Yeah. So it's like three in one deal. But yeah, you just have to do things the way that fucking a little extra. Yeah, it's you because um I don't I, I don't do a lot of um online, you know. Mm-hmm. Get most of my clientele from the club. So mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of that or like whenever I go to kink events type deal. So I meet a lot of my people in person. So vetting them 
is a little bit different for me. Um, but it's also similar to what every dom should do. Yes. If you don't have a booking site, I suggest uh, getting one of those Google Doc applications and um, or job form. I have a job form. Yeah. And so do other people and shit like that. Any type of form that you can make for someone to fill out. I mean, people to fill out. Yes. Um, even on a job form, there is a place you can add a little attachment on there so that they can upload their ID pictures on there. Mhm. Yeah, and and it's literally up to y'all whether you want like a sub application fee or not. Uh, I steered away from that simply because I'm now requiring um my session fee for my deposit, so that's uh, automatically more money than a sub application would get me. But if you're starting out, a sub application fee is a great way to weed out. Um, subs that are actually worth the time so Mm -hmm. definitely definitely uh, suggest doing that if you're just starting out and don't have a booking site just yet Uh, I think that's really it when it comes to vetting my subs Um, I just I I really grill them in my (laughs) in my fucking questionnaire um and if and, and it's if, important though i mean shit I, no it's, it's 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 just too much shit that people be expecting i need to make sure we're on the same page yes in every part of this session or you know casual kink play whatever the fuck it is yeah i need to know what's up <laughs> same page same line same line i mean we reading this book word for word together motherfucker okay Time. god damn it <laughs> But, um, yeah, when it comes to vetting my submissives, I really just grill them. Uh, if I receive any pushback, that's an automatic. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that. Fuck you. <laughs> that's what it is. And it's an automatic block for me. Like, I don't, I really don't care. Like, even if they paid me their session deposit and they don't want to send me a picture of their license for some very odd reason, um, I will give them their, their session deposit back. Um, well, I used to, used to. Not a bitch is non-refundable. So you don't want to send me a picture of your license because who the fuck are you? Like, and I don't only just need a picture of your license. Like I need a selfie with that bitch too. Like, I need you. To, I need to make sure that you and you look like the same person, type shit. Um, so yeah, it's simple shit like that. Like, why can't you just verify your identity? If we go on OnlyFans or FetLife or anything else, if there's any check mark by our name, we've had to upload a picture of our driver's license ourselves. So you know that we're us. Why can't we get this? <laughs> Why can't we get the same respect? We're just asking for what is it called? Reciprocity? Res- yeah, res- yeah. Reciprocity. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah, That's because, a- because, hold on. How come? No. How, <laughs> how is it that y'all get to know what we look like, you know, and all that shit and, and what we do? And we can't know shit about you, but we're supposed to meet up with you? I think not private space i think like men don't fully comprehend how scary that can be all right and baby i just went to the gun range i know i'm a perfect shot <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all y'all never got to worry about catching electric slipping but as far as other doms like bro like even though we're dominant people shit still scares us like meeting with the perfectly fucking random ass stranger off a fucking sex and kink website like bro we're literally just walking in into the belly of the beast hoping that you're not a fucking monster so <laughs> oh that's a good one yeah exactly that really so we have to take all measures to make sure that we're okay you know and well not even just okay but we feel safe 
you know, and there's a lot that goes into me personally making sure that I feel safe. So. Exactly. And that's why most of the time our sessions come from long-term clients that we've had for a while because, mm-hmm. you know, we already know what's up. Exactly that. We already know what's up. Not saying we don't, we don't say strap type shit even when we meet our long-term clients because we have to still. Yeah. But we know these people more than a random motherfucker that's new for us meeting, you know? Yeah, I would say about 80% of my clientele is returning clientele. Like yeah. So there's there's like a select few that I'll have a session with and I'll like never have a session again. Or mm-hmm. it'll be fucking like six or so months before we have another session type deal. But like my regulars, I see them on a bi-weekly basis. So yeah. I already know everything about these motherfuckers. I don't got to fret. But everybody else, I'm looking at with side eyes, okay? <laughs> As you fucking should. Point blank. <laughs> and, and, and shit, I would hope that subs feel the same way about their dom. Don't just don't just say you're going to meet up with some random woman and, and, and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck. Yeah, and even if it's going safe, on. Yeah, even if it's safer, bro. Like, meet at a restaurant or something like first you know and then do your session or some shit like right some me somewhere in public you know uh, like meet up do an initial conversation have a coffee real quick you know something and then you know do, do your thing or it don't even gotta be the same day like it's just have a meeting with the motherfucker prior to your session or FaceTime conversation prior to your session to make sure that you feel comfortable for as long as you need to talk to him to make sure that you feel comfortable talk to the motherfucker. The fuck? That's just me personally. <laughs> exactly. Because, again, we do not know you motherfuckers. <laughs> we don't. And, I'm, <laughs> and, I, and I hate to say it like that. But it's I, facts, though. It's the facts. You just pay me to beat your ass. So I need to make sure that I'm safe. Because (laughs) a lot of my clientele, bitch, they're over 250. All right. (laughs) These people is large. Okay. And I am 120 pounds wet. Okay. So. mm -mm. Uh, None whatsoever. Y'all get Point blank period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anything else you want to add girl shit have your id ready when you're booking a fucking session and your deposit ready Done. <laughs> especially with us okay okay <laughs> <laughs> all right um, next up is our word of the week stay tuned All right, guys, this week's word of the week is going to be brought to you by the one, the only, the great, the big, the colossal. You know damn well I am not big. (laughs) (laughs) I am 5'3". I says to God. Our word of the week. So get your pencils and your highlighters ready. Oh, no. Okay. Books. Okay. College line over here. Big per. Big per. All right. So this week's kink term of the day, we're going to go over cupping, which is very simple. You're essentially using a suction device on parts of someone's body or your own body commonly used with uh glass suction cups but um i think electra recently got one of those kits but i've never done cupping before yes i uh i got a cupping kit uh to practice on myself and my partner before um i uh as a service so i've been doing actually a lot of research on cupping recently since i got my kit and um it's a device that honestly um is used in some doctor's offices uh and it's used as a device to bring the the blood vessels up towards the skin up towards the suction and um 
it's supposed to have like healing components when it's like yeah that is very true and it's common in a lot of different um i think asian cultures if i'm not mistaken exactly that yeah so um asian people been hipped but um we use it in the kink world um uh as sort of a torture device (laughs) (laughs) simply because whenever you're using the suctions you have to know like the right amount of pressure that someone can handle because if you go even slightly past that Um, it starts to feel very uncomfortable. And I know that from personal experience. And I myself have a very high pain tolerance. So I got up to like the really uncomfy part of the cupping experience. So um, it's, uh, it's honestly like, really addictive once you do it for the first time I think I've done it like every day since I bought my kit multiple times a day uh it just feels really good even if you have a high pain tolerance like it can be painful well it is painful when (laughs) when you're doing it for the purpose of a dominatrix yeah it is painful but there's a certain point where you feel like ecstasy um so I can understand why submissives would want a cupping in a session. So I'm excited to be offering that to my menu uh, next month after I do a couple of sessions with my long, long-term clients that won't mind me experience, experimenting on them. Period. <laughs> and that concludes this week's kink term beach. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, this week's Dom Highlight. Yeah, okay. So this week's Dom Highlight is going to be Goddess Akua. Electra, tell the people about our girl right here. Hey, she the the kinky coach, all right? The. The, motherfucker, the. The kinky coach you can find her at the kinky coach on twitter her content is honestly amazing but more so than her content y'all she is a great businesswoman and i don't think we've really been able to say that about um or that we've, we've highlighted that aspect of any of our recent doms in our dom highlights Mm-hmm. But the kinky coach, baby, when I tell you, this woman got her shit together. Okay. Not only is she a dominatrix and a female dominatrix and a financial dominatrix, she is a published author. Okay. The bitch got books under her name. Her. Okay. Like the website is superb. Her books are amazing and her content is even better um really she has the ex- exact same mindset as me and isis bringing you guys as much information as possible because we've gotten so far in our careers so she's really doing a good, a good job of making sure that once she got to the top she reached back and gave gave us girls what needed to be gave so uh, we could do this. So kudos to Goddess Akua. Shout out to you, girl. Uh, give her a follow on Twitter at the Kinky Coach. Um, she also has uh, books on Amazon for you to purchase. You can look on her profile to see all of those. Period. Uh, she's doing her motherfucking thing. So huge, huge shout out to her. Um, and I'm honestly very fucking proud like i literally feel like i know this girl like she is doing her motherfucking thing so these are the type these are the type of doms that we like to see you know what i'm saying we like to see women who are really building their empire as educators and and Mm -hmm. a strong woman overall yeah and and making a difference while you're doing so It's, it's totally fine to like be in this for the money to do it so you can have a roof over your head and to have food in your stomach and things like that to live a life of luxury but 
on a deeper level i i can really appreciate what she's doing because Mm -hmm. on top of all of that you know living the living the life of luxury making sure that 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 she gets a six-figure salary like good sex workers should um she's also helping and i think that's the biggest thing that sets her apart from a lot of doms uh is is that she genuinely just wants to see other doms do well so kudos to her again shout out to you girl uh give her a follow again guys that is at the kinky coach on twitter um yeah and it's spelled just exactly how it's supposed to so give if her you a can't call. spell i'm worried about you uh, definitely that <laughs> <laughs> but give her a follow and thank you so much for tuning in to our dumb highlight Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We really, really appreciate it. You can follow me, myself, and I, Mistress Electra, on Twitter at Dominic Hiller. Underscore. Underscore, yes. (laughs) Don't forget the motherfucking underscore. Dominic Hiller underscore. Go to my booking site to book me at www.dominanthiller.com. And also head on over to IG and follow me over there um, at Mistress Electra EX. So that's a Mistress Electra EX. Follow my girl Isis on her socials, which is. So you can follow me on Twitter at Isis the God. That's the with a T H A, not the T H E. If I gotta say it again, you're getting smacked up. Period. <laughs> um, <laughs> follow me there on Twitter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Isis the God. You know what I'm saying? Don't be playing. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you tune in next week because we will have Goddess Akua as our first guest on Humiliation Hour. Yes, we're having the kinky coach herself come on to our show and tell us about her journey in the sex work industry and how she got to where she is today. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, tell us what you think about this episode on Twitter using hashtag Hashtag humiliation hour, bitch. Yes. See y'all next week. (laughs) 